0: teams are back on the floor in Laval, Quebec, and we're almost ready for second-half action between the MTSU Blue Raiders and the Hofstra Pride. 40-26 the score in favor of the Blue Raiders halfway home. West Bowling with Kyle Turnham. Kyle, take a closer look at the stats, if you will.
1: Middle in the first half, shoots 58% from the floor. They go 18 of 31. They're 40% from the three-point line, going four out of 10. They have not been to the free-throw line yet but uh, haven't needed it at this point. Right now, uh, in terms of rebounds, they have 15 rebounds to uh, Hofstra's 11. Three of those are offensive. Hofstra with only two offensive rebounds. Middle with nine assists, uh, only four turnovers, so that assist-to-turnover ratio is really, really good. Points off turnovers. Middle has eight. Hofstra has seven and uh, bench points 15 10 in favor of the blue raiders second chance points six three in favor of the blue raiders as well so uh, all of these numbers looking really good in favor of the blue raiders and obviously we're looking for a repeat performance in the second half
0: and maybe that most favorable number is just six points from aaron estrada the man who makes hofstra go you can't imagine he's going to have as quiet a second half it's hard to keep him down long how can mtsu continue to build on the success they've had and him well game.
1: I feel confident he was challenged by his coach in the locker room and his teammates are also looking at him going okay it's time for you to be Aaron Estrada that being said I feel confident in the other locker room Nick McDevitt is challenging his players to not let him get started and just make things very very tough on him be in great gap support and uh, make him be a willing passer
0: Middle gets it started, moving left to right. The First Vision first minute of the half brought to you by First Vision Bank, where service means more power to your business. Blue Raiders in their home whites with blue numbers. It's Dishman at the top of the key. Passes far side, and the shot comes up short. Rebound inside, though, goes to Dishman. Trying to go back up strong. He misses the layup. Rebound goes to Wachiatum. Hoster the other way. A three-point shot far side, no good from Thomas. Rebound inside, battled for. And Hofstra's able to come away with it. Thomas kicks it back outside, they'll reset.
1: 10 on the shot clock.
0: Dish inside, Wachiatta marks it out. And stepped out stepped of bounds. It was the near sideline that Tyler Thomas stepped on. It's turnover once again, number nine of the day for this Hofstra team And MTSU, up 14, has the ball.
1: Well, it's one of Chip and Mind's favorite uh, plays throughout the course of every game. It's just amazing how many players step out of bounds on the sideline.
0: Middle with the ball, working it around the outside. It's Weston, Weston near side. Takes a shot from three. Not a good shot. Out. He gets his own rebound, though he followed that shot at least, seemed to know it was going to be off. And then he it's like he out stepped of out of bounds on the far side. So prophetic, you called it there.
1: Yeah, and, and uh, I don't like to be prophetic about that particular play. I, I'm just amazed at how people can't shot fake without dropping that foot back. But it happens
0: every game. 18:40 remaining. It's going to be a hand check on Tyler Millen. Ball game, and Millen commits the foul. It's his first and the team's first of the half. They committed nine fouls in the first half, a pair of players with two apiece. Dishman and Fussell. Dishman started the second half. Fussell on the bench as Hofstra inbounds, moving right to left. Baseline drive from Estrada and a dish. Far side, near side, three-point shot, too strong. Carlos, rebound MTSU. Weston. Quick pass to Lawrence, now up top to Dishman, running the show from the top of the point, goes in, hook shot, no good, rebound, goes out of bounds off of Hofstra, and MTSU is going to keep it. Two players battled for it, couldn't come up with
1: it. Yeah, and as I've said, Hofstra is, is just so caught up in the pair's action that's taking place on each sideline that they're allowing DeAndre to just to back his man down. He's had two straight jump hooks. Those went down in the first half. He's 0 for 2 in the second half.
0: 18-12 left in the ball game. MTSU 40, Hofstra 26. Inbounds play into the corner on the far side. And now they'll set it up with Weston at the wing. Up top to Dishman. Dishman looking for help inside, looking for a backdoor pass. Ten on, on the, the shot path. clock. He's backing down. down. Back down. Bocciota. goes up, fakes, shoots. No good and a slam with a follow. Tyler Millen. Millen again, 42-26. Now four-court press from the Blue Raiders here. And Hofstra breaks it, sprints down. To the far side and a dish out to the near wing and a three-point shot is no good from dubar rebound and mtsu breaking the other way yeah great start on the, 16.
1: great start on the defensive end hofstra one and done at the absolute most
0: 17 30 to go blue raiders in control and now a layup to make it 44 26 their largest lead of the day.
1: Basic give-and-go basketball. You saw Eli Lawrence get the ball to DeAndre Dishman at the top of the key, dove straight to the rim, got it back, easy as it gets.
0: Dishman to Lawrence. Lawrence with his first basket of the day and a stoppage and a foul against Middleton as he stayed on Hofstra's attacking side. Foul goes against Lawrence, and that's his second. Team second of the half. Hofstra inbounds on the near side. Aaron Estrada, two men on him at the perimeter. Just no passage for him. Drives, finds some space, but misses his shot. Rebound MTSU. Dishman up top. Swings it far side, Millen in the corner, blocked from behind. Hofstra comes away with it with Plotnikov who starts the second half. Fast break, alley attempt is broken up by really good collapsing defense as MTSU got back. But it is a loose ball now, recovered by the Pride. Three-point effort near side, no good. Rebound, Blue Raiders with Weston.
1: Yeah, just stay with your pace if you're middle. Just stay with your pace. You don't have to play like you're 20 points behind. Just keep running your offense like you have been. Efficiency is not about how many possessions you get. It's what you do with your possessions.
0: You know, Hofstra does have to play like they're 20 points behind. They're going to need to overcome that deficit to win. They're down 18 right now. A drive by Weston and a block. Hofstra doing a good job denying inside the post. That help defense has been better this half. Yeah, Cam just really
1: forcing the issue. Again, trust your offense and quit trying to make things happen that aren't there.
0: Pass deflected out of play by the Blue Raiders with 16 minutes remaining in the ball game, and that's going to lead us to a break. 16 to go. MTSU up 18, 44-26. The lead over Hofstra. This is MTSU Basketball the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
1: When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here.
5: Touchdown! You owe me five bucks.
1: We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
6: Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda. All with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. The loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri.
0: MTSU with its largest lead of the game 44-26 over Hofstra as we resume play for Montreal West bowling alongside Kyle Turner.
1: Yeah, neither team doing a great job offensively. I don't know if it's a if it's more offense and defense. I think it's more offense, really both teams being impatient. Middle only two of nine to start the second half for 22% o of one from the three-point line. Hofstra has not made a basket to start the second half. They have relied on the three-point shot. So they're 0 of 5 from the floor and 0 of 4 from the three-point line.
0: Middle paced by King with 11 and Dishman with 10. But the Blue Raiders have not been as effective or efficient. And the offense have been just yet this half, just 2 of 9 shooting.
1: I just think that they've been impatient. You know, they've sort of gotten away from some of the things that they did so well in the first half. And again, DeAndre Dishman drives, DeAndre Dishman post-ups, and... Uh, but guards, after ball reversal, taking the ball down the channel.
0: Hofstra inbounds under its own basket. Rather on its attacking basket, and then misses a shot promptly. That was Thomas who couldn't get it to go, and Middle Tennessee State sets up its offense, leading by 18.
1: Middle doing a great job on the defensive backboards of limiting Hofstra to just one shot max.
0: Leonard drives cutoff. His pass up top is intercepted, and Hofstra finds itself unable to break as... MTSU recovers quickly. Estrada with the ball on the near side. Now to the wing and Plotnikov. Plotnikov to Estrada in the corner. Ferocious defense right now. That's Leonard on him. Up top now to Marshall. Marshall drives. Great block by Elias
1: King there.
0: Elias King gets up, gets in the way. MTSU fast break. They'll slow it down now. Reset. 15 to go. 44-26 lead. Blue Raiders drive out of control there. It was... Porter just trying to make something happen, and a whistle's going to go the other way.
1: Yeah, and again, our lack of patience is just, it, it's bewildering. It's just one of those types of things where just slow down.
0: A... I mean, we we are
1: acting right now like we're playing with a 10-second shot clock. <laughs>
0: it's a travel by Porter.
1: And that's not what we did in the first half.
0: Token press now from the Blue Raiders.
1: Get a little diamond in one action.
0: As Hofstra breaks it. Find some space on the far side now as they set up the offense. And now it's Estrada back up top who receives the pass from Plotnikov. And Estrada standing on the midcourt logo. Has a man near side, it's Marshall. Marshall drives, circles, layup no good, rebound, and the layup is good from Warren Williams. And Hofstra finally has its first points of the half more than five minutes in.
1: Yeah, technically we broke down defensively. We were switching but didn't get them communicated, never really got matched up, never really got the ball stopped, and that's what got the offensive rebound and put back.
0: the score and a foul on Williams up above the perimeter on the other side. Dishman was trying to receive Williams. 30 feet from his own basket commits the foul. That's the first of the half for Hofstra.
1: Yeah, a little casual on our part there. We've got to be a lot more, uh, we've got to be a lot tougher with our passes in that situation. I mean, De'Andre was trying to hold a guy off who was coming around from the top side and we threw the ball to the outside hand Got to be a lot more deliberate about those passes.
0: That's the second for Williams. And again, the first of the half for the Pride, who've just been whistled for four fouls today. A middle with the ball, Coleman Jones in. Jared Coleman Jones, the sophomore, with his first entry into the game. He passes a drive and a steal for Hofstra. ball is loose and it's recovered from the men wearing blue. That's the pride of Hofstra. A little bit sloppy from middle right now.
1: Yeah, very sloppy, just, very again, very impatient. We're not trusting offense at all right now.
0: Bryce Washington for the pry. 35 feet from the basket, passes to Estrada. Estrada going to work. His team trailing by 16 points to the Blue Raiders. Passes to Marshall. Marshall tries to drive and is fouled in the process. That's going to go against Justin Porter, and that is his second foul. MTSU. Middle Tennessee State University named one of the best in the U.S. by the Princeton Review for the fourth year in a row. MTSU become true blue. Hofstra inbounds, a drive, a shot is in and out from Estrada. Rebound middle, and Estrada just can't get going. He's 3 of 10 now.
1: He doesn't even look in
0: sync at all. Not a bit. Middle with the basketball, looking to expand its lead and match their largest of the game, or maybe even extended. Shot is no good. Rebound inside. Going up is Coleman Jones, and, yeah, and they're fouled call, on the floor. Yeah, they're going to call that on the floor. Second of the half against Hofstra. And with 13-29 remaining in the game, it's 44-28 middle. They'll inbound the ball under the Hofstra basket. And Justin Porter is going to be the one to toss it in. and gets it to Dishman. Jared Coleman-Jones, rather, Coleman-Jones. Pivots and passes to Lawrence. Lawrence pops and air balls. 10-footer was no good. Hofstra will take it up slowly now, but they are running out of time if they want to climb back in this thing, just two points this half. They were trailing 40-26, and now it's 44-28. But MTSU hasn't exactly pulled away. They just have four this half. Pass is thrown away. Intercepted middle inside the post. A break the other way, and losing the handle there is Porter, but he's fouled going up. The block called. Looks like it's going to be, yes, two shots for Porter.
1: And I would say very fortunate in that regard.
0: He was a bit out of control there, wasn't he?
1: He was very much out of control and uh, was really going one against the world right there. And, and, I again, I don't understand why we're as impatient as we are.
0: Porter steps the line 58% for the season. And his first shot is good, 45-28. Today's second half presented by Granis and Associates, certified public accountants specializing in business and personal accounting and tax services. Granis and Associates, 615-895-1040 and online at www.gcpas.com. Second free throw also good for Porter, who has four points. And the lead, 46-28, back out to middle's largest of the day. MTSU 2-2 this year, Hofstra 4-1 as Plotnikov takes an easy eight-footer on the other end and hits 46-30. Gap in the defense, and Hofstra's back within 16. Porter looks to drive. Instead, he'll pass it along the perimeter to Coleman Jones. And now a three-point shot delivered back rim from Justin Buford. Rebound Hofstra. The pride can climb their way back in this thing if they hurry. And a drive and a basket goes on the other end. It's Amari Marshall. He has 10 now to pace his team, and it's 46-32. Yeah, a
1: long way from being uh, 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 over with right now. It's a, you know They've got momentum.
0: Porter drives, misses a layup, and a foul in the ensuing action is going to go MTSU's way, so they'll keep the ball there. And it's Williams again. That's four now. Four quick ones on Warren Williams. 12-11 to go in the ball game and MTSU of 14, and it will be free throws. As they will say, it was in the act of shooting, and Justin Porter steps to the line again.
1: Yeah, if you're watching this without the benefit of the scoreboard, you feel like Middles probably got about a 25-point lead. Yeah. And they don't.
0: Right. First free throw is good, 47-32. And subs come in as Millen re-enters the game for MTSU. Justin Porter's second free throw is also good, so four quick points for him all from the line. 48-32, Blue Raiders, 12-11 to go. And they'll continue to employ this full court press. It's a wrinkle that they didn't really use much in that first half, if at all. And Hofstra's been able to break it with some success here. They're going to rush it, though, and throw it away. They made it past the initial line. They crossed the timeline, and then the pass for Marshall was awry. Good pressure from Middle Tennessee. They know that Hofstra has that sense of urgency to climb back in it, and they're forcing those mistakes by providing those obstacles earlier. Blue Raiders by 16, 11.53 to go. Jared Coleman-Jones, top of the key. Bounce pass inside. It's Leonard. Stops. He's blocked. He tried a 14-footer. No success there. Fast break the other way. Hofstra and a block the other way. And now a whistle that's going to be a foul against the Blue Raiders. Two men were going up for it on the other side of the break. We'll tell you who that foul was called on. In fact, we'll tell you now it's Millen who receives the, uh, the foul, and that is his second. And we'll go ahead and take a break. Your score with eleven forty remaining. MTSU 48, Hofstra 32. This is Blue Raider basketball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Forty eight thirty-two Middle Tennessee on top of Hopstra. Eleven forty remaining. West Bowling and Kyle Turnham with you. Experience the power and excitement of your next Blue Raiders home basketball game with Ticket Smarter. The Blue Raiders take on Maribel on Saturday, December 3rd at 2 p.m. Visit TicketSmarter.com or on the TicketSmarter app. TicketSmarter is proud to be the official ticket resale marketplace partner of MT Athletics. TicketSmarter, a smarter way to buy tickets. Kyle, MTSU stormed out to that lead because of great shot selection and cohesive passing, but they've not been able to replicate that so far in the second half.
1: Well, there's a reason why you shoot 58% in the first half and you're shooting 15% in the second half, your shot selection changes. And it's very difficult to have consistency on the offensive end and on the defensive end in transition when your shot selection is infinitely worse offensively we look completely different in the first half than we look right now and now you've got a bunch of guys sort of going one against the world where in the first half we moved the ball effectively got the ball to the rim at will and we've gotten completely away from that here in the second half.
0: Marshall steps to the line for Hofstra, and his first free throw is no good.
1: Yeah, we're fortunate that Hofstra only shooting 25% in the second half themselves. They are three out of 12, and they're still looking for their first three-point shot. They're 0 of four from the three-point line. Two
0: of 13 from downtown today as Marshall gets ready for his second. It is up and it is good. 48-33 48-33 in Middle Tennessee with its largest lead of the day of 18, and that lead now at 15 with 11.35 to go in this ball game, And they're trying to find some offensive rhythm that they had in great supply in the first half but have yet to find here in the second. Dishman at the near elbow, backing down, spinning, shooting, good. That's more like it.
1: I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's really not that difficult when you think about it. Just get the ball to the big man down there and let him go to work. They're not doubling down on him and uh, whether it's by the drive or whether it's by the post-up, get to the head of the rim.
0: MTSU 50, Hofstra 33. Estrada desperate to find some space and just can't find any of it. Receives a pass back. He's at the top of the key with 10 on the shot clock. Drives to the far elbow, stops. Turnaround jumper is no good, tipped up in the air. Ball is loose, and it's rebounded by Hofstra. MTSU had two bodies there. Hofstra just won, but that one kept it alive, and they'll reset. That was Bwachiata leading to the regaining of possession for the Pride. Shot clock at seven now, though, as they've got it on the far side. Shot from the wing, missed everything. Rebound, Dishman. You sense a desperation from Hofstra, and they just can't connect on the offensive end. Just seven points this half.
1: Middles' length is really bothering them, Estrada in particular.
0: And the man that has the most length on the court right now, Dishman, takes a shot from 18. It's no good off the side of the rim, rebound Hofstra.
1: Well, it's, it's, it's T. Leonard or Elias Keene that's on uh, Estrada right now, and you're talking about a guy that's 6'8", that's got long arms.
0: Foul on the floor the other way goes against Tyler Millen. It was Plotnikoff trying to drive. who was pushed off the ball, threw up the shot, thought he was able to draw the shooting foul, was not. Instead, it's called on the floor. and Hofstra's going to inbound the ball under the basket. 50-33 in favor of the Blue Raiders. Instead, the foul went against Dishman. My apologies. DeAndre Dishman whistled for his third. Estrada having a tough time inbounding. It gets it in at the last second to Marshall near corner. Marshall drives into the lane and scores. Nice finger roll there to make it 50-35. And Marshall now has 13 points. Weston for middle. Drives near side, dishes back up top to Lawrence. They'll swing it now to Coleman Jones in the game. Now far side, a Lee Company three-point shot, no good. In and out, rebound Hofstra. They can still make this a game if they hurry. And driving now is Estrada looking for a basket wild layup no good. Rebound inside. Williams goes up strong. Also no good. Good interior defense there by the Blue Raiders. Two point blank chances missed and they'll maintain their 15 point lead and get the rebound.
1: Yeah, Hofstra's gotten some offensive rebounds in the second half. They just don't have much to show for it.
0: Their pass on the far side is deflected out of play and the Blue Raiders will throw it in right in front of their bench. They're moving left to right here in the second half. Wearing their home whites today, Hofstra in Blue. First of three games in the Northern Classic that Middle will play tomorrow. It's Stephen F. Austin will have pregame for you around 2.30 tomorrow right here on the MTSU Blue Raider radio network. And then Sunday, Chip Walters will be back in town. And he'll have the game against Montana State. Coleman Jones, top of the key. MTSU in its motion offense now. As he'll pass it to a guard, up top three-point shot for Millen is no good in and out. And they're trying these threes, and they're just not falling. Well,
1: it's a force-contested three, and you don't need to shoot a force-contested three at any point in time, especially with a lead like this.
0: Long shot, Marshall good, a three-point shot from the top of the key, and all of a sudden it's 12, 50-38. Marshall has 16. He's been great.
1: He's been necessary as well.
0: He has with Estrada, only scoring six. Drive to the hoop for MTSU and a block and a break. Three on one for Hofstra. And they lose the handle going up. That was Williams, but a foul is called from behind against the Blue Raiders there. And that'll be the sixth foul of the half against the middle tennessee team that hasn't scored a point in two minutes and 53 seconds it's a quick 6-0 run for hofstra
1: yeah and see from the middle tennessee offensive perspective you know there, there were no passes we didn't make hofstra guard us for any length of time and got a shot block got in transition and now they're at the free throw line at the other end that's how you make life tough for yourself
0: coleman jones the one to pick up the foul first free throw up and good And it's Williams now with five points, 50 to 39, the score.
1: In middle shooting 17% from the floor in this half. Three of 18.
0: That will help a lead evaporate in short order. And that lead is now down to 10, as the second free throw is also good from Williams.
1: Well, again, you've got to attribute a lot of that to shot selection.
0: And the Blue Raiders need a basket in the worst way now. They're up by 10, but they've seen an 18-point lead is all fairly quickly, 8.25 left in this game. Weston, far side to Buford. Now down inside, it's Dishman backing down his man. Dishman toward the baseline. Dishman goes up strong, but can't get the finger roll to go. And there's a foul. And- it's going to stay with MTSU.
1: Yeah, and the other side of that is DeAndre's had a couple of looks that he got to go down in the first half, hasn't been able to get them to go down in the second half, but did continue to work right there and is now going to the free throw
0: line. He will go to the line for two. Dishman has 12 today on six of 12 shootings. He's playing with three fouls, so he's played a little bit sparingly here in recent minutes, but he came right back in and gets right to the line. The foul is against Williams. And that's it for him. Warren Williams, a quick foul out. All five of those fouls, by my count, happened in this second half. And so Hofstra has a moment. They have a minute there to make the substitution. Speedy Claxton will deliberate, give instructions to the man who's set to come back in, and that is Bwachi Adam, the starting post player, as Williams is a reserve. Close the book on Williams, six points on two of three shooting, pair of rebounds and one assist. And now Dishman's ready. He'll shoot two, and his first free throw is no good. Andre Dishman, just 25% from the line, has a lot of strengths in his game. Leading rebounder of this team, great scorer inside, but free throws, he would tell you, not one of his foremost strengths. 50 to 40, Middle Tennessee is the second free throw is up and it's good. 51-40 the score in favor of the Blue Raiders. Hofstra trying to race back into this game. The best shooting team in the Colonial certainly has the firepower to do that. If the Blue Raiders can't score more points on their end. MTSU just one of its last 11 from the field as Hofstra cycles the ball up top. Estrada. Grasping for space, has it knocked away. Swings, Platnikov, three good. It's just eight points now, and Kyle, here come the pride.
1: Yeah, and unfortunately, that three-point shot is one of those epidemic types of things. When one guy hits, they all think they're hot.
0: And they're all starting to get hot now. Dishman passes to Lawrence. Quick pass near side on the wing to Weston. Now they'll switch court. Spinning jumper, no good. Rebound MTSU. Toss back, back up, they'll Reset. Yeah. Well done.
1: Really tough shot there by um, Eli Lawrence.
0: Dishman up and good. So and the basket, a result there of the offensive rebound. It's 53-43 and a timeout.
1: Middle Tennessee takes the timeout there, and I feel confident Nick McDevitt is going to talk to his team about, Look, guys, why are we taking so many tough shots when we can get the ball like we just did with DeAndre right at the – the the head of the rim.
0: That's 15 for Dishman. It's a 10-point lead for the Blue Raiders. We will take a break. This is MTSU Basketball on the Blue Raider Network from Litterfield.
4: Have you heard about the MTSU debit card from Ascend Federal Credit Union? Use it online, in stores, or add it to your mobile wallet. You can even use it at the two ATMs on campus if you need some cash. Visit one of Ascend's four Murfreesboro branches or visit Ascend online at ascend.org. Bank where Blue Raiders belong. Ascend Federal Credit Union, exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA.
3: Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities.
0: We are back at Place Belle in Laval, Quebec, 53-43, MTSU on top of Hofstra, 7.20 to go. West Bowling along with Kyle Turnham and Kyle, MTSU, when they get the ball inside, they're outscoring Hofstra in the paint, 28-12, and it looks like after a quick run from Hofstra, MTSU is getting back to that bread and butter here in the most recent minutes.
1: Well, I certainly hope so because DeAndre basically has been a man among boys down there as he typically is. And, you know, when you go back to the first half, it was De'Andre on post-ups, De'Andre on drives, but it was also our drives after a couple of ball reversals. We stretched Hofstra sideline to sideline and were able to drive the seams in the second half. We've gone so quickly, sometimes without any passes whatsoever, and made things so easier for Hofstra to stop the drive that uh, we've gotten completely away from what we did in the first half.
0: The pride will inbound to a full-court press from MTSU. And that's going to be a foul, a foul on Lawrence. Eli
1: Lawrence there. Yep, again, that's just not something that you want to do there. Now, you know, when you've got the lead, which is only 10, now you're looking at a scenario where you're fouling 30 feet from the basket on a reach and sending their leading score to the free throw line to cut it inside of 10.
0: Hofstra inside the bonus. That's three on Lawrence, and we'll take another timeout. Your score with 7-17 to go for Montreal. Blue Raiders 53, Hofstra 43. This is MTSU Basketball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
5: Winning requires the right gameplay. Like the impressive towing and payload you'll only find in the 2023 Ford F-150 truck. No wonder Ford F-Series are America's best-selling trucks, 45 years straight. The 2023 Ford F-150. Greatness starts here. Visit your local Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2021 calendar year total sales. You buy something because
7: you found it at a low price, and soon you realize it's no bargain because you really needed something better. It happens all the time, especially with car insurance. But the good news is, you can get the right coverage at the right price. Just talk to me, State Farm Agent Bud Morris. I'll help you get the right coverage at a price that's right for you. Call me at 893-1417 today.
2: a good neighbor, State Farm is
7: there. I'm Bud Morris, providing insurance and financial services. Hey
10: basketball fans, this is Coach McDebitt. It's never lost on Window World that your home is your largest fiscal investment. Window World's integrity will be noticed from your very first moment of contact. The clean, professional installation of premium windows, siding, doors, and more are designed to last while leaving your home looking amazing. Window World and their lifetime warranty will always be there when it really matters. They're America's most trusted remodeler and a proud partner of MTSU Athletics because the difference is integrity and always in the details.
0: the Blue Raiders on top of the pride of Hofstra, who are in the bonus now and about to head to the free throw line. Wes Bowling and Kyle Turnham with you from Laval, Quebec, just about 15 miles, or uh, as the natives would say, 25 kilometers away from the heart of Montreal. Hofstra headed to the line. It's Estrada, just six points today for this team's leading scorer, who averages 22 per season. And as things stand, this would easily be his lowest scoring performance of the season. Middle now breaks its huddle on the sideline with coach Nick McDevitt, lines up with the free throw line themselves on the left side of the court as Hofstra gets ready to try to get this thing within single digits again.
1: Yeah, Estrada only three out of 12 from the floor. He is 0 for 3 from the three point line, looking nothing like the juggernaut that uh, his reputation brings.
0: His free throw is up in the one and one, and it's good. He'll get another 53-44. That's just seven for Estrada. You mentioned his shooting from the field has just not been crisp. And credit MTSU's defense with that. Estrada, when he's not on, usually Tyler Thomas picks up the slack. He just has four today. Estrada's second up and good. It's an eight-point game.
1: I wouldn't necessarily say that Estrada has brought a lot of energy today either. No. Uh, You know, he's not a guy that that has just exuded
0: confidence, toughness, energy, anything along those lines. Fishman, top of the key. Hands it off to Weston. Weston passes to Lawrence near side. Now back up top to Weston. 13 on the shot clock, 6.50 on the game clock. Pass to Dishman, just inside the three-point line. Out to Lawrence, and it's a lead Company three-pointer. Eli Lawrence, again, he has eight. 56-45, make it five. He's got five points, and it's a 56-45 lead. Back up to double digits. They needed that.
1: Much-needed basket without question.
0: On the other end, Estrada drives a no, baseline pass to the far side. They'll work it around to the far wing. Ball knocked out of play. It will stay on Hofstra's side. 6-18 yeah. to go. Blue Raiders by 11.
1: Under out of bounds with 13 seconds on the shot clock.
0: Watch receives the pass and hands it back off to the inbounds man. That was Estrada. They say the man throwing the inbounds pass is the most dangerous man on the court but he's defended well, and his pass across to the near side to Marshall is deflected out of play.
1: Only four seconds left on the shot clock.
0: And a long way from the basket, Marshall's going to throw it in, 30 feet away from the hoop to Blachiatum. They want Estrada, they can't get him, so Blachiatum's going to take it to the elbow. Up, no good, backboard, it looks like it well, I thought maybe it grazed the rim. Now they're going to call no, it shot clock no, violation. No, he,
1: he absolutely hammered the glass. <laughs> I thought back, maybe
0: it nicked that front end, but it didn't. Backboard still shaking, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Another turnover, number 12 of the, today for Hofstra. With
1: four seconds to go, that's an interesting person to enter the ball to.
0: Yeah, it really is. It? it looked like they wanted Estrada far side, but you're taking an extra step to get it there. Weston now a shot fake on the near baseline. Kicks it back out to Leonard. Leonard drives a dish. Three-point shot, no good. It was wide open. I had too much time, perhaps, to think about that. Rebound Hofstra, uh, but a foul is whistled here, and it looks like it's going to go against Hofstra. Looked like they were emerging they just called the other a technical, way. A technical They just foul. called a
1: technical foul um, on Dubar, and unfortunately, we don't have the... We don't have the or well, it's not on Devar either. Hard to tell exactly what happened. Might have been something that was said there. And and we're not getting any replays with this yeah, feed Yeah, we either. are.
0: We are remote in case you're just tuning in. First free throw up from Lawrence is good. And the middle is back up to a 12-point lead, 57-45. just under six minutes remaining in the contest. And a nice moment there. It was a rebound taken by Hofstra in the technical foul. Now Hofstra blazing down the other way, and Estrada dribbles past everybody and yeah, lays it in.
1: That was way too easy.
0: 57-47. He, he just drove down and went straight to the rim. Five and a half to go. Weston with the ball for middle. MTSU still needs some baskets to seal this thing. Weston goes up, goes up strong, but the layup will not go. The ball's tapped out of play, and it's going to go to Hofstra. Boy, a disappointing point-blank miss there as he was in a good position to send that one home. Couldn't get it to fall. Middle not shooting well this half, just 17 points in the 15 minutes since the second half began.
1: Middle showing their 1-3-1 here for the first time.
0: It's a trap. Estrada, as he falls down, is able to work it out. And then a quick pass inside and a layup from Washington is good.
1: Yeah, one of the things that you've got to make sure that you get covered when you go 1-3-1, that diagonal drop
0: has got to drop and ours did not. 57-49 on Washington's first points of the day. Four minutes, 40 seconds left. Middle with some work to do to close this one out. Dishman, near side, 10 feet away from the basket. Spins, scoops, no good, offensive rebound. Back up to Dishman now as the pass was delivered by the man who made that rebound. It was Leonard getting in there and making the play up to Weston. Weston, double team finds Dishman, who goes hard to the hoop and is contacted hard on his way up, was unable to deliver the shot, and looking to see if they've given a foul here or a jump ball as he went up. I
1: think they just called the ball out of
0: bounds. Yeah, just deflected out of play, and TSU will toss it in under the basket. Four minutes, 20 seconds to go, nine on the shot clock here for the Blue Raiders. And they'll inbound it way up top to the wing and Leonard. Leonard tries to drive, then thinks better of it, steps back.
1: Three, two, one. Shot from
0: the top of the key as the shot clock expires, graces the front rim, rebound Hofstra.
1: Not a good possession there.
0: Good not fall, now Hofstra within eight can get it even closer. Far side is Marshall. Marshall drives, contact, no whistle, goes up, misses his shot, and now a whistle for some contact inside the lane. And it's going to go against MTSU. And that's going to lead us to a timeout with 3.57 left in Montreal, and MTSU holding to an eight-point lead. It's 57-49, the climax of this game. On the other side of the break, this is MTSU basketball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Raiders 57, the pride of Hofstra 49 as we wind our way to the final minutes in Laval, Quebec. West Bowling and Kyle Turnham with you, 3.57 to go. MTSU paced by Dishman with 15 and King with 11. And as we were leaving you, we learned a technical foul was whistled for apparently a flop that goes against Eli Lawrence of MTSU.
1: Yeah, I I don't know whether it was a flop or whether it was a behavioral issue, but the bottom line is, Hofstra's going to the free throw line here, down eight with a chance to cut it to a two possession game.
0: And they'll be able to put Aaron Estrada at the line an 80% free throw shooter, who is three for three from the free throw stripe tonight. He'll get a couple here for the technical. It was a physical play underneath the Hofstra basket that resulted in Lawrence going down hard and either protesting or maybe getting called for going down without proper contact the shot is up and good it's just a one shot technical and so it's 57 50 now and middle which led by as many as 18 this half has seen that lead drop to seven against a Hofstra team that's good enough at shooting the basketball to climb even closer back in at no time
1: Well, again, a big key for us down the stretch is how much patience are we going to show and how much are we going to make sure that we get fantastic shots.
0: They lead by seven with 3.40 to go and now 12 on the shot clock as they try to figure out a possession. Lawrence with it, far side from the wing, dishes it out to the top, a three-point shot right in front of the bench is no good. Rebounded inside, going up strong, but a block shot from behind, and Hofstra picks the pocket. Two men on and one... Blocked the post player. The other stole it from down low. And so two times Buford is denied. Yeah, this is this
1: game's got a weird feel to it right now.
0: Seven points. <laughs> feeling a lot closer than that, even though. As Hofstra's outscored middle this half by seven points. Plotnikov tries an ambitious three that rattles out. Rebound Blue Raiders.
1: Yeah, speaking of not good shots, that wasn't a very good shot there either, and thank goodness for us.
0: Three minutes to go. Middle trying to take the air out of this game. Top of the key is Leonard. Leonard now over to the wing. Passes inside. Dishman going to work on his man. It's one on one inside the post. Dishman up and good. Man, he's been good. That's 17, and the lead is nine.
1: Yeah, I think you've got to run your offense through him at the low post in this, you know, every every possession down the stretch. It's not a wide-open layup.
0: The most accurate shooter on the team trying those shots from inside. And he is 8 of 16 today for 17 points, and now on the drive and on the floor. It's going to be
1: on Dishman. Uh, we had a switch on the ball screen, and it was nothing more than Estrada seeing that he had Dishman on him and attacked him and picked up the foul.
0: And that's four on Dishman, who – Certainly, Middle could not afford to lose, as we just discussed him as the focal point of their remaining efforts today. Estrada to the line. That's foul number eight on Middle, so.
1: Well, the other thing that we
0: can't afford is stopping the clock. This is one and one, and the first is good, 59-51. Two and a half minutes left. The first of three games in three days at the Northern Classic, appropriately named. They're playing this thing in Canada, in Montreal, Estrada's second free throw is also good. And he has now a sneaky 13 points, five of them from the line. And the Blue Raiders lead back down to seven. This is a big possession here with 2.20 to go. They can run the ball down beneath two minutes. Lawrence at the top, cycling players around the perimeter. It's King now. Passing to Weston, nearly had his pocket picks. Back to Lawrence. Now far side Dishman. Dishman, double teamed now. Smart defense there. Opportunity perhaps for MTSU at the perimeter. They don't pass it around quickly though. They get it back to Weston. They're taking their time. Weston slips and it's travel with two on the shot clock. And that could be a very painful situation. Glad he got up, leg gave out on a slick part of the floor and a turnover when Middle didn't need that to happen with 1.55 to go.
1: Yeah, he, he got, he tried to put on the brakes and I don't know whether he slipped or whatever, but he, he his base was gone and his feet were probably, you know, four, five, six feet apart.
0: It was a fruitful first half. It's turned into a frenetic second one and now a steal for MTSU and a break the other way and a smart decision to slow it back down by Leonard. He could have kept breaking. Instead, he decided to set up the offense and burn some valuable time.
1: Yeah, he's the one that got the backflip when uh, Estrada turned his back, pushed it up, and recognized very intelligently that it was more conducive, more intelligent, to pull the ball out in that situation.
0: And it's going to be a full timeout taken by Middle Tennessee State with one minute and 39 seconds remaining and a 59-52 advantage. And you could sense there that Coach Nick McDevitt believed this was going to be maybe the most important possession of the ball game. They wanted to get this one right.
1: Right. you've got a seven-point lead with 138 left to go, and uh, there's no question that it's an important possession because all it takes is uh, a, a poor shot, an early shot in particular, and they're off and running and playing downhill, so I would agree with his assessment. I think it's a very critical offensive possession.
0: 59 52 the score. Blue Raiders have committed eight fouls, so Hofstra's in the bonus. Hofstra's just committed five, so they have a foul to give before Middle would get into the bonus. Blue Raiders led by Dishman with 17 points today. DeAndre, it's a season high for him, one of six seventh year seniors and in, in, in NCAA, and uh, they're relying on his veteran presence. He's been really strong tonight, particularly on offense where things haven't clicked during the second half, but it's gone to him and it's worked out.
1: Well, not only has he overcome multiple injuries over his career, but I think he's in the best physical shape right now that he has ever been in, and uh, such a great kid. He's got high character. Um, I I just think, to me, he's the kind of guy that
0: you build this team around. MTSU will inbounds now, 140 to go. Trying to count down the seconds to victory. Key possession here. Cameron Weston, far from the basket, he's fouled. And not a bad move to go ahead and commit that foul, get that foul to give out of the way. That's still just six against the Hofstra Pride, and so MTSU's going to have another inbounds play in front of the bench.
1: Yeah, which is really intriguing because to me, if you're a Hofstra and you're going to give fouls and you're going to go ahead and foul like that, why do you let us run 15 seconds off the clock? But I'm glad they did.
0: Yep, that's the second foul on Estrada, sixth on Hofstra it's inbounded again to Weston a minute and a half to go double team and another foul here um, I don't, and double
1: foul here. I don't know what that signal is
0: looked like to me he might have been
1: I don't know whether that is a warning on each end or I
0: don't It's a good question. The teams have gone to the bench now.
1: Well, they've gone to the monitor to look for something. I I don't know exactly what they're looking for there. I I, I was a little surprised when Cam Weston got the ball in bounds, put it on the ground, and picked it right back up again. Um, I don't know whether they think it was a flagrant elbow or a flagrant reach-in or exactly what they're calling here. Cam should not have exhausted his dribble like he did there, and I hope for us that it is not going to be a flagrant foul on an elbow.
0: Yeah, the arms were up high, and there were two men converging on him. And whatever he did, it was certainly not malicious. He was trying to protect himself, but he did swing those arms just a little bit. The question then that that the referees are deciding at the monitor is whether he made contact there. And if so, flagrant foul would, of course, lead to a free-throw opportunity for Hofstra. Score 59-52 in favor of the Blue Raiders, that seven-point lead is always a bit of a of a splitting edge a knife's edge there you score and this thing's in pretty good control if Hofstra gets even a two here they're within five and all bets are off foul outlook right now Dishman has four he's the only MTSU player who's one foul away from fouling out Lawrence has three
1: and unfortunately our video feed is showing it just now shifted back to mid-court. so if there's been any communication from the officials, we have not seen it because the camera's been focused on
0: the opposite end of the floor. Yes, we are calling this remote and at the mercy of the feed we are getting, which is not being operated by a human. Uh, we can tell you, though, no technical was given. It's going to be an inbounds play for MTSU with a minute 28 to go and 18 on the shot clock as they work on the right side of the court, looking to take the air out of the ball. They lead by seven. They can close it out with a good possession here. They're just one of the last nine from the field, but has not scored a field goal in three minutes and 37 seconds. They'll inbound the ball, and a whistle and a foul. I think they're looking for a foul here. Nope. No, they're just no, they'll trying, reset, they to reset.
1: reset. 15 seconds on the shot clock, 1.25 left on the game clock. And
0: that clock reset, that's the whistle you heard. Timeout out middle. Nearly knocked out, and before he could deliver, it looked like it was going to be denied. They took the timeout. Middle Scott, no timeouts left now. That's their last one. Leading by seven. Minute 24 to go. Blue Raiders looking for their third win of the year. Both teams coming off big losses, MTSU to Missouri State. Hofstra at the hands of St. Mary's, and somebody was going to get back in the win column to start this tournament with some momentum. And once again, a learning experience for this middle team, Kyle, as the Blue Raiders look so crisp in the first half, 40 points, just 19 in the second. Yeah. All right, 15 on the shot clock. Now they'll inbound. It's going to be Lawrence tossing it in. Come on, Lawrence throws it in to Weston, Weston to Lawrence. You wonder if is going to go ahead and try to foul here. MTSU can get an offensive rebound, a block shot. It's gathered by MTSU, two on the shot clock, three-point shot. Good! It's a 10-point lead for the Blue Raiders, and that Lee company three-point shot might have sealed it, 62-52. Big time shot by Elias King on a scramble play. Elias King with 14. Three-point shot, Estrada the other way, air ball. It's gonna go MTSU's way. 55 seconds to go and a 10-point advantage. Well, if you're asking me, that might just end up being our game-changing moment of the game if that offensive rebound doesn't happen, if that pass doesn't happen, if that long ball doesn't go through. Yeah, because the original shot had a shot block. It was blocked, the shot clock was ticking away. What a moment. For the Blue Raiders who lead by 10. Now they've got space on the other end. They break the press. They get a slam from Lawrence. Their lead by 12, and surely now it's purely academic. Yes, it is. Three point the other way. No good for Marshall. Rebound, Blue Raiders, and they can count down the seconds now. 25 on the shot clock, which makes for a 10-second differential with the game clock. So one more possession here, and Hofstra goes from being within shouting distance 7 down to down 12 now and not even fouling. MTSU is going to win its third game of the year. Weston with the ball now and a whistle. And like maybe he just counted the shot clock out. So Hofstra will inbound. MTSU leading by 12. Drive for Marshall, loses the handle. Ball knocked out of bounds off. MTSU Washington was trying to pass it inside. 13 seconds to go. 64-52, Blue Raiders. A huge three-point shot to seal it just seconds ago from Elias King. Hofstra is able to score a bucket that's really only going to count in the stack column. And we're going to count down the seconds now. Three, two, one. The Blue Raiders have won their third of the year. Final score 64-54 over the Hofstra Pride. It was in doubt late after a dominant first half. The lead closed to seven, but a three-point shot and some key plays down the stretch give MTSU and Nick McDevitt's team a big victory over a strong Hofstra team. We'll be right back to start our postgame show on the other side of the break. Final score, Blue Raiders 64, Hofstra 54. This is MTSU Basketball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
11: Hey Blue Raiders fans, the Mint Gaming Hall Kentucky Downs is a proud partner of your Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. For good times and big wins, the Raiders and the Mint Gaming Hall deliver both. Located close by in Franklin, Kentucky, the Mint Gaming Hall is your spot for great food, cold drinks, and big jackpots. Ready for dinner? The all-new Iron Steakhouse awaits you. Come hungry and be prepared to be impressed. Check out themintgaming.com for all the details. Get your big hit today
5: Let's recap today's MTSU game. Welcome to the Post Game Show, presented by Exit Realty, Bob Lamm and Associates, America's number one exit office. Today's broadcast is also brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics, your Middle Tennessee four dealers, built Ford Tough. Ascension St. Thomas, the official hospital partner of MTSU Athletics, the Tennessee Tennessee Highway Safety Office, Fans Don't Let Fans Drive Drunk, Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, Official Team Physicians for Blue Raider Athletics, and by Bud Light. It's for the fans. Once again, here's the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters.
0: West Bowling in for Chip Walters and alongside Kyle Turnham, putting a bow on MTSU's third win of the year, 64-54. Over the Hofstra Pride, the Exit Realty postgame show is brought to you by Exit Realty. Bob Lamb and Associates and Agents Brad Hopkins, Chip Walters, Richard Lewis, and Tim Page. The number one producing Exit Realty office in the United States. Find them online at ExitMurfreesboro.com. The Blue Raiders winners by 10 points over Hofstra despite a late run from the Pride. MTSU led by as many as 18 points. Hofstra climbed back in as close as seven, but MTSU able to get the job done, Kyle. It wasn't pretty, but this early in the season, a win against a quality team like Hofstra, you'll take it how you can get it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, when you look at the, the defensive end in particular, you're talking about a team that came in. Averaging nine and a half, threes made a game. They made four in this game. They they were shooting 39% from the three-point line. They shot 21% in this one. So defensively, I felt like we were pretty much in tune the entire game. Um, Offensively, very much in tune, very much in rhythm in the first half. If we had duplicated that in the second half, this would have been a blowout.
0: Let's bring in today's MMC game-changing moment. Today's game-changing moment is presented by Murfreesboro Medical Clinic and Surgis Center. MMC is Southern Middle Tennessee's premier medical group dedicated to providing both primary and specialty care for your entire family at MMC. Your health is our mission, and I think we both said it in the break. It has to go back to the three-point shot by Elias King to make it a ten-point game with a minute and a half left. But also the sequence that led up to that, a block shot, a rebound, and a great pass to open it up.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a, a a part where it wasn't a game change where you go from behind to going ahead, but it was a game changer from a standpoint of the complexion of the game at that point in time. Hofstra had some momentum, and they get a shot block. There's a 50-50 ball. We come up with it, have a really nice diagonal pass out, and Elias jumps up and knocks it down. Uh, and makes it a 10-point game. And for all intent and purposes, it was over at that point. Uh, but as far as, uh, you know, game-changing players, clearly DeAndre Dishman.
0: Yeah, he's the built for Tough player of the game. DeAndre Dishman, 19 points on 9 of 17 shooting. Visit buyfordnow.com for all Ford makes and models because the best trucks are built Ford Tough. We'll take a quick break on the other side. We'll talk to that player of the game, Dishman, as well as Coach Nick McDevitt. MTSU a 64-54 winner. We'll be right back. This is MTSU Basketball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
8: Blue Raider fans, with more local brews than ever before, you are sure to find a local favorite this season in the Blue Raider Beer Garden. Enjoy the thrill of the game in the south end zone at each home football game and try out our selection of brews from Cedar Glade Brews, Mayday Brewery, or Life is Brewing. All available for your tasting pleasure in the Blue Raider Beer Garden. Thank you Cedar Glade Brews, Mayday Brewery, and Life is Brewing for your support of MTSU Athletics.
10: Hey basketball fans, this is Coach McDevitt. It's never lost on Window World that your home is your largest fiscal investment. Window World's integrity will be noticed from your very first moment of contact. The clean, professional installation of premium windows, siding, doors and more are designed to last while leaving your home looking amazing. Window World and their lifetime warranty will always be there when it really matters. They're America's most trusted remodeler and a proud partner of MTSU Athletics because the difference is integrity and always in the details.
0: We are back on the Blue Raider Network. Wes Bowling and Kyle Turnham putting a bow on MTSU's 64-54 win over Hofstra. DeAndre Dishman led the way with 19 points for the Blue Raiders to get a big victory. MTSU's third of the season. They go to 3-2 and and send Hofstra to 4-1. And now we are pleased to be joined by MTSU head coach Nick McDevitt. Coach McDevitt, congratulations on the win against a really good Hofstra team. I know that's one you're going to be proud of and look back on this season as, as perhaps a potentially big moment for this team to open the Northern Classic. And uh, we're actually doing this remotely. If you don't mind unmuting yourself, looks like we got you on, on mute there. Sorry about that. There we are. Hey, Coach, how are you?
10: Doing great. I appreciate it. Uh, we were, uh, you know, I, I really proud of our team. Hofstra's got a good program, a, a, a really good uh, talented offensive group. Uh, Estrada is a, a tough young man to, to have to corral. Uh, Tyler Thomas uh, is also tough in his own right. They can really score the ball in their first four games this year. They, score, they were averaging 84 points a game. So uh, we knew that uh, kind of that run was coming where they, would, they could score in spurts. Uh, but I, I was really proud of our team in the second half. When we weren't scoring, it didn't affect our defensive effort. Uh, we were 8 for 33 in the second half. Obviously, we want to, to be able to do better than that. Uh, I thought our shot selection uh, declined a little bit in the second half when we were up 14, 15 points, and all of a sudden you look up and it's 7 or 8. Uh, but I didn't think that it affected our defensive energy and our defensive uh, intensity, and uh, we were able to get a, a really good win, uh, as you said, against a really good Hofstra team.
1: Coach, I agree with you completely as far as your defensive effort was concerned. You took a team that was averaging 9.4 threes a game, and they made four total for the game. They were shooting 39% from the three-point line, shot 21%. And I, I, I say this with all due respect. We all know Estrada is a really, really good player. If you're watching this game for the first time and you don't know who he is, you wouldn't know who he is because uh, of our defensive effort. I thought our length really bothered him.
10: I agree. I I just thought our guys kept uh, showing him hands. You know, he was, uh, I think, 0 for 4 tonight from behind the arc. Um, You know, he was 0 for 4. Uh, Carlos was 0 for 2. Had a couple other guys uh, that was 0 for 2. So, all of a sudden, the the guys that could really make shots for them uh, combined to go 0 for 10 from behind the arc. And that was one of the things that we were – kind of pinpointing coming into the game is uh, they can make tough twos. They're one of the better teams uh, when you watch them at making tough twos. However, what we kept telling our our guys coming into the game was uh, the math just doesn't add up if you don't give up a bunch of threes to them. Because as you mentioned, they were shooting 39.6%, almost 40 uh, from behind the arc. So if you leave them open, they're going to make them. And uh, we we needed to do a good job of of defending the three-point line and, I thought we were able to do that with some of our longer guys.
1: Yeah, I I thought your closeouts were good. I thought your gap support was good because, you know, they're the type of team that will stretch you, and if your closeout technique is not good, they'll turn around and and get a piece of the paint and play downhill, and they were unable to really get any kind of traction playing downhill at all, particularly in the first half.
10: Yeah, I thought our gap, as you just mentioned, our gap support was really good. I thought we had – uh, discipline closeouts for the most part. But, uh, you know, we, we were showing our guys each time in the huddle uh, when you make a mistake, they make you pain. You yeah. know, all of a sudden you have a, a closeout with hands down. They made them. Uh, they show a shot fake. And if you don't have discipline and stay down, now they're by you. And so they really force you to be disciplined for the entire game because they are so uh, talented offensively. And Uh, To your point, Kyle, I just thought our guys stayed locked in over and over and over um, and and didn't allow missed shots on the offensive end to affect what we were doing on the defensive end.
1: Yeah, I agree with that completely. Let's talk about your offense. I thought in the first half we were as in tune offensively as I've seen us in in quite a while against a really, really good opponent. Uh, I thought your patience offensively, your rhythm offensively was extraordinary. We did a great job. Uh, you know, they, they were, Hofstra was so tied up in our pairs action on each sideline that it allowed DeAndre to back his man down and score. So he was either taking it off the drive. He, we were getting him in post ups. We were running cutters at the rim, and uh, you know we were getting ball reversal, playing you know downhill out of the pro channel. And I thought we were extraordinary offensively in the first half.
10: Yeah, I thought our ball movement was really good. You know, I just didn't think we settled. For yeah. the okay early shot. Uh, we were turning down uh, pretty decent looks early in the shot clock to get a great look late. Right. Uh, I thought our ball movement was really good versus that 2-3 zone. The, and they were trying to match up out of it. Uh, and we haven't seen that very much. And so all of a sudden, a, a team can throw something at you and trip you up a little bit. Uh, change the, the rhythm and the momentum of the game. And uh, it was 11-2 to two by the first media. And then they played a lot of zone for the remainder of the half, and our guys, to to your point, Kyle, again, just they they kept moving the ball and got quality looks, and uh, really proud of the the way they played. And you just mentioned uh, Dish was a he was a horse on, on that block. Uh, he was just real patient. Uh, even the plays, uh, the the possessions that he didn't finish, he just drew so much attention and so yes. much traffic. Right. Uh, so it was really positive for us and. You look at the, the the night that Elias King had. He had 11 points at halftime and had 11 points with a minute to go in the game and uh, buried a big three right in front of our bench that uh, kind of uh, sealed the deal.
1: Yeah, and, you know, th- th- interestingly enough, I thought, you know, we really got away in the second half, in the breadth of the second half, from what we were so successful doing. We started playing one against the world and, and really weren't getting very much ball movement weren't getting much player movement and but when we needed it the most we got the ball to dish and dish asserted himself again and you're right i mean that the play with elias where we have a blocked shot and you get a diagonal pass and elias just raises up uh, you know undeterred to knock down that three i thought it was a game changer
10: yeah it it really was I, i was proud of uh t being able to go chase it down and having the patience not to just throw up a fader on the yes. baseline right there, and found Elias on the opposite side of the floor uh, was a big, big play for us because it was either a six or seven point game at that it was po- seven at, at that, that point. point. And now all of a sudden, you, you, they both race it up the floor and, and make a three real quick, and it's a four point ball game with you know a minute fifteen to go. Absolutely,
0: coach. You. Uh- probably got to look i'm guessing at stephen f austin a couple games before you guys today back in action tomorrow afternoon against them what kind of threat will they present to your team
10: uh they really try to disrupt you defensively they, they play such a different style than than what most do uh you know they top block everything on the wings uh they top block your post players they they really deny everything and there's deny teams and then there's the way that Stephen f austin plays they're going to be on top of every cutter Uh, they really just want to not let you run any of your plays to make all of your guys be good at moving and being able to pass and catch the ball Uh, if you've got too many guys on the floor uh, that can't really move around and be able to make plays off the bounce uh, catch it with two feet on the ground two hands on the ball uh, they can really disrupt you they force quinnipiac Uh, in the 26 turnovers earlier today, Uh, and and they had 20 themselves. So uh, not a real clean game, but that's a game that they're used to playing, you know, 46 turnovers in that game earlier today. And uh, if you can limit your turnovers and and run offense with pace, you can get some quality looks, uh, but that's easier said than done. You know, you have to be uh, patient and not shoot the first one you see that's open but at the same time they're going to make it difficult for you to get quality looks
0: mtsu by the way undefeated all time in school history in the country of canada at one and know congratulations last question for you <laughs> have you had a chance to try any french canadian delicacies delicacies yet the montreal smoked meat you <laughs> any of that
4: not
10: yet we haven't uh yesterday we were fortunate enough the the place where we're staying uh cooked us a, a thanksgiving dinner so uh, we had some turkey and, and some ham and some things that, uh, you know, sweet potatoes and uh, things that our guys are used to for a traditional Thanksgiving dinner. So uh, they've been treating us well. Uh, we might get a chance to do that in the next day or two.
0: You know a thing or two about gravy up there in Montreal. Yeah, Tonight was let, gravy let, for let, your Let's team.
1: try that stuff on, on our stomachs after <laughs> the games are over with, not Good call. before.
0: Good call, especially with a <laughs> tight turnaround tomorrow. Stephen F. Austin at 3.30. At Coach, will talk to you after that one as well. Congratulations on the win.
10: Sounds great. Thanks, man. Appreciate y'all.
0: Thanks, Coach. We'll head to a break and be right back on the other end. This is MTSU Basketball on the Blue Raider Network from Leaderfield.
6: You know,
3: I've always wanted to go on a tour of the West Coast. No rush, just take it all in, one view at a time.
11: We all have things we hope to do, someday. At Ascend, we offer great rates and share our
3: profits to help make your someday, someday soon. Oh, and you better believe I'm renting a convertible. Ascend Federal Credit
11: Union, open your account today.
0: Middle Tennessee State opens Northern Classic play with a 64-54 win over Hofstra. We're joined now by the Built Ford Tough Player of the Game in that win, DeAndre Dishman, 19 points, nine of 17 shooting. DeAndre, congratulations on the win. Things got tight there in the second half after a, a really impressive first half, and and it felt like you were really the key to bringing the team to victory. How did that feel uh, in your shoes? Uh, I
12: feel good. Um... I, and I didn't have to deal with a double team for most of the game, and I've dealt with that every other game. So it was, it, was, it felt good to be able to play on the block with a little bit more freedom and I got a few more shot attempts up. So the team, uh, they looked for me and they threw it in, and I was able to provide for them.
0: What did the win mean to this team after a tough and, and pretty uncharacteristic loss against Missouri State to come back and bounce back against a good team like Hofstra?
12: Uh, it meant a lot. Um, they, were, they were picked to win the game. Um, you know, we, we went out and we lost those two road games. They were pretty lopsided. And uh, we knew we knew it wasn't us. We knew we could do better. We knew we are a better team than what we showed. So, um, we really put a chip on our shoulder. We came out here and showed it.
1: Well, Dish, this, this is the reason why I told you last year you were coming back. <laughs> so, you can put this team <laughs> on your shoulders and carry us today like you did. Um, I thought you were phenomenal in the first half in particular. You, you know, they were doing they were putting so much pressure in our pairs action over on the sidelines and basically leaving you one-on-one in the, in the middle of the floor and your ability to back your man down and go with your baby hook or or run some, some sets into some post-up action. Everything ran through you basically down there on the block. And, uh, I I don't think there's any question. The first half you absolutely dominated the first
12: half. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. um, I got started early. Uh, we, we, they, they went to a 2-3 zone, a matchup zone. We haven't seen it before, and we were able to move the ball pretty well. Um, it was a matchup, so I was still kind of in a one-on-one situation. We moved there. I got a couple open shots and was able to work to the middle.
1: Second half, we got away from what was successful in the first half, but when push came to shove, you were the guy that, again, that went down there to the rim. You got some great looks early that just sort of fell off the rim, but you stayed mm. with it down the stretch. And when we were starting to leak gas a little bit, uh, you really asserted yourself and took
12: over. Uh, yeah, i seen a, a couple bad shots that we took. Um, even though I missed a few, they were right at the rim. Uh come of them just fell off, uh, fell off the rim, but I knew that I had to keep on going, keep on shooting. The team told me to keep shooting them. Um, So we took a couple bad shots. I knew we had to get more stuff going at the rim and uh, I made sure to do that.
1: I think you do such a phenomenal job. And I told you this last year, but really think this, you know, even more so you, you run the offense in the middle of the floor and you're such a great passer from there. In addition, you've got such a great feel for how to run the offense from there, whether it's dribble handoffs, you know, pass follows, whatever the case may be. And, you know, I, I think you're you know you're really invaluable to running that offense from the middle of the floor did you ever think that you know X number of years ago that you would be running an offense from the middle of the floor like that
12: you know it's kind of funny because uh before college I actually played the guard so um and then before I got here we we, we didn't really use it as much I, I kind of played more on the block right so um coach Morgan, when he was here a few years ago he kind of knew that and uh the coaches knew that he seen what I could do in practice and stuff so Put me in the middle. It gave me, it put me in position to be able to use that. So I kind of know what the guards want to do, have a feel for things they would like to do, things that could work. So it, um, just just knowing where everybody should be, knowing what they're going to do, some of the things they tend, some of their tendencies, what they like, uh, also really helps me up top.
0: DeAndre, you're, you're a veteran. You've been through it all now in your seventh year, but, but one thing you've certainly been through is tournament play. And, and you guys have that early test now of having to play three games in three days, how are you helping lead these guys into that mentality of all right, it's a great win. We got to go do it again in less than twenty four hours.
12: Oh, it's a quick turnaround, quick celebration turnaround. You got to prepare for the next game. Um it's then it starts tonight. There's no waiting to the next day. You got to lock in for the next game tonight, knowing that you're gonna be playing against another tough team. You're gonna be playing against something different. So you got to prepare, be locked in and um it'll be the same way in tournament time. So it's, a, it's a good to have this early, knowing what it's going to feel like, know that what they need to do for the bodies, how the body's going to feel. All of this would be real good for us later in the season.
0: Well, we'll let you get started on that recovery. DeAndre, congratulations again. 19 points on 9 of 17 shooting. Our built-for-tough player of the game. And MTSU's 64-54 win over Hofstra will bring you the full stats on the other side of the break. This is MTSU Basketball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
4: At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Get started online at trigreenequipment.com and score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable, low monthly payment price. Tri-Green Equipment is a tried and true partner of MTSU Athletics. Go Blue!
7: When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here.
5: Touchdown!
6: You owe me five bucks.
1: We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
6: Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda. All with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. The loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri.
0: 64-54 the final. Middle Tennessee State over Hofstra. TSU improves to 3-2 on this young season. Hofstra falls to 4-2. Time to go inside the final numbers of today's game from Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants specializing in business and personal accounting and tax services. Grannis & Associates, 615-895-1040 and online at www.gcpas. Com. MTSU got the better of Hofstra not just on the scoreboard, but in most of the stat columns today. They outshoot the Pride 41-38% to 38%, and from 3-32 to 21%. It's a big difference in that game as Hofstra the best shooting team in the Colonial coming in, second best three-point team, but they were not sharp tonight thanks in part to that denial defense of the Blue Raiders who collected 38 rebounds off the glass during today's game to Hofstra's 29. Each Blue Raider rebound is brought to you by Window World of Murphy's Visit windowworldmurfreesboro.com for a free quote today. Window World of Murfreesboro, the official window provider of Blue Raider Athletics. Just 11 turnovers for middle tonight to 14 for Hofstra. 16 fouls whistled against Middle Tennessee State and just nine for the Pride. 13 assists for the Blue Raiders. Each Blue Raider assist is presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee. Blue Cross assists our community by providing peace of mind through better health. 11 assists for Hofstra. Individually, we just spoke with DeAndre Dishman. His 19 points paced MTSU. Eight points for T. Leonard. Seven for Cameron Weston on the other side of things for Hofstra. 15 for Aaron Estrada in the loss. Uh, Not enough, though, and you know, Kyle, a player who scores 22 points a game, you'll take 15 all night long, especially when five of those came from the free throw line.
1: Yeah, and again, you know, it's no I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the young man because he's obviously an outstanding player, but if you didn't know who he was and you didn't know about his reputation, you wouldn't walk away from watching the feed or watching the game if you were live saying, wow, that guy's a fantastic player, and I think – you know, that's credit to us and the job that we did with him, both on the ball and off the ball.
0: MTSU led 40-26 to 26 at the break. That lead got all the way down to seven for a big three from Elias King. Sealed the win and put them up by ten. They never looked back, and that's the final score. On the other side of the break, we'll take a quick look at tomorrow's contest and then say goodbye. MTSU is 64-54 winner over Hofstra. This is MTSU Basketball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
8: Blue Raider fans, with more local brews than ever before, you are sure to find a local favorite this season in the Blue Raider Beer Garden. Enjoy the thrill of the game in the south end zone at each home football game and try out our selection of brews from Cedar Glade Brews, Mayday Brewery, or Life is Brewing. All available for your tasting pleasure in the Blue Raider Beer Garden. Thank you, Cedar Glade Brews, Mayday Brewery, and Life is Brewing, for your support of MTSU Athletics.
0: Putting the final touches on the Blue Raiders' 64-54 win over the pride of Hofstra. MTSU improves to 3-2. Wes Bowling wrapping it up with you alongside Kyle Turnham. I'm filling in for the incomparable Chip Walters and Kyle, a challenging team in Hofstra. MTSU handled them really well. Hofstra, known for its offense, held to 54 points. Tomorrow, Stephen F. Austin, known for its defense, and it's going to really be a test for a Blue Raider offense that in the second half really kind of lost that rhythm for a little while there.
1: Yeah, and I think that's going to be the big topic of conversation with the coaching staff to the team is, uh, you know, which offense do you want to be, the one in the first half or the one in the second half? Now, that being said, Stephen F. Austin is going to make you labor a lot more than Hofstra did. So you can continue to be that team that showed up in the first half, but you're going to have to work harder to do it. Your cuts are going to have to be more crisp. Um, your decision-making is going to have to be uh, a, a lot better. You're going to have to grind possessions. And that's where, uh, again, you start talking about toughness, and I referred to in the pregame show mental toughness. They're the type of team that are going to make you be mentally tough, and if you're not mentally tough, you're, you're going to have a hard time scoring. And uh, But, again, I agree totally with Coach McDevitt in this regard. Even when the offense went a little bit on the south side in the second half, I didn't think our defense let down at all, and Hofstra never really got their head up.
0: Tomorrow's opponent, Stephen F. Austin, out of the whack, lost earlier today to Quinnipiac in their Northern Classic opener, 58-44, the final score in that one. Tip-off is around 2:30 p.m. Depending on the game before it, and how long that takes, so we'll go on air. Uh, right around 2 o'clock, right here on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Meanwhile, the next home men's basketball game is Saturday, December 3rd as the Blue Rebels, Blue Raiders take on Maryville. And I, I said Rebels there for a second because Maryville High School is the Red Rebels. But, of course, uh, Maryville College coming to town for a 2 p.m. tip on Saturday, December 3rd. Be sure to get your tickets. Visit GoBlueRaiders.com. Any final thoughts, Kyle, on this one?
1: No, I just thought it was uh, it, it was a much needed response to the Missouri State game, uh, particularly from a defensive perspective, and uh, you know when you're when you're having to play four games in x number of days. Uh, it, you can't get all four of them unless you get the first one, and that's exactly what we did. We, we got what we came for.
0: DeAndre Dishman leads the way with 19 points. The Blue Raiders pull away in the end and win by 10 over Hofstra. Once again, your final score, Middle Tennessee State 64, Hofstra 54. We'll see you tomorrow afternoon. I'll have that broadcast as well. Chip will be back on Sunday. Until then, so long. This has been MTSU Basketball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.